1: That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: If I get any hairs sticking up or any weird direction? <laughs> As I said last week, so a, bit a bit at the front. A the front, so we wee mm, I don't trust you. So I <laughs> minute. was <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of 20 Minute Tims I'm your host Jamie, I'm joined by Martin Melly Yes And Stephen Hello if you like what we do and you want to support the podcast, patreon.com slash 20-Minute Tims is a place to get extra podcasts, extra videos and extra writing from us. We have match reactions for every single Celtic match available on Patreon and on Apple premium subscription from £2.50 a month. So that's a great way to support us and enjoy extra content. I think one man who's probably going to be cancelling his Patreon subscription is Georges Yakimakis, <laughs> Stephen. The transfer saga has ended. He's gone. And some people think he may have burnt his bridges slightly with his comments about the Scottish League now if I can remind you he said in Celtic it was a totally different style of play the competition there is not so good there are two clubs and all the other clubs try to defend and these comments were met with
1: furore from the Scottish supporting football supporting public well quite the opposite that sounds like the type of guy who would quite enjoy our content he <laughs> should, should be signing up for the year he should be getting a season ticket with our Patreon sure, if he anything can it. yeah because it, it sounds like he firmly agrees with most things we say <laughs> uh, Actually, the it's always going to be a an incendiary type of headline that, isn't it? When people leave the country and the first thing they do is you know, put the boot into the, mm. the quality of the football that's here. However, if you actually read and watch him say it, I don't think he said anything all that controversial, untrue, unfair, disrespectful at all, if I'm honest. These things will always be blown up as a puts the boot in, mm. tears strips off Scottish football a, an astonishing rant against Scottish football it's always going to be that kind of thing but reading into it it's not really any different to what we say on a I mean, near weekly basis
0: I mean I mean one of the subjects of conversation on the podcast recently have been how poor the, re- the rest of this league is Stephen went crazy stupid viral earlier <laughs> on in the season for suggesting that a team actually come out and play some football um, which is something St Mirren have done and we'll talk about that game but the quality of opposition in this other league and the way they approach these games, footballers aren't daft. They know it. They tell and he's not going to go over there and lie. He's not going to go over and say, oh, the Scottish football's brilliant. Because he was asked it in the context of the difference between the MLS and what he's left about how he's going to have to, if, if at all, adapt his game. And he was basically saying, look, I'm probably going to get more chances to score goals here because people aren't camped in. It's not 11 men behind the box.
2: Yeah, I can disagree with him. I behind think. the box. I know, I was hoping <laughs> no
0: one picked up on that. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> thanks mate
2: if only they
1: were if only they were behind the box
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I think I agree with him again uh, like he's been outspoken before hasn't he, he was, well, maybe this time last year he was talking about how Celtic had the better squad than Rangers and we were called all, the
1: league at one uh, point well called the league with months to go it felt like he,
2: he was right all along and I think he's right in this one as well the evidence is there for it but I can't yeah. see what anybody else is saying that would disagree with that because you've got Celtic Rangers you've got a massive gap to Hearts and Hearts regularly get beat off Celtic Rangers they rarely take points mm. off them so the rest of the league is like that That he plays against it every week he yeah. plays against it and that's what it is I don't think it, it was being too disrespectful to disrespectful to Scottish football I think he was just giving his honest opinion on the difference that he's going to be playing in and look it's fair enough and I think it's something that it made me think about when we're talking about like Ange building something or trying to keep a hold of players it's difficult when it's like that in the Scottish League isn't it yes you get the Champions League but apart from those six games you're playing maybe 50 games for the rest of the season and that's what you're up against going to Celtic will be going to Livingston four times this season you're like oh, it's not the best advert for it is it? No I mean he's
0: just trying to find a way to describe this cinch without being disrespectful <laughs> Stephen
1: isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, I uh, mean we could be a lot more disrespectful and I probably, we will, usually be, are. Uh, and I probably will be
1: Ah and so could he I think mm. could have said oh, much stronger things about the standard of Scottish football than just saying the opposition isn't too good when compared to Celtic mm. and the, how that relates to his opportunities to score goals if anything he's, he's kind of complimenting himself as well he's bumming himself up by saying look I got a lot of goals and that's what we're up against the players our teams just defend against us um, so I, I don't I really don't have an issue with, with much of what he said he's he's no stranger as Milly said, he's no stranger to speaking very very honestly when he comes to a club and I can't help but wonder given that he said in the same interview he made specific reference to the fact that he wanted to go somewhere where he felt valued where he wanted to be the main guy where he wanted to be one of the most important players he said all of that that was the kind of thing we and the fan base had kind of more broadly had been speculating on for a while so I just wonder if his willingness put those two things together if his willingness to basically speak his mind and want to be the important player at a club was basically what kind of speeded up Mm. his exit really uh, certainly didn't speed it up It confirmed his exit yeah
2: I I don't mind it so much when usually we get it like remember Chad O'Reilly uh, left and then absolutely powered the league, and you're like, "Hold on a minute, you weren't even a
0: standout <laughs> no, in the league." Simply cannot remember that at all. So, what did he say? Did you remember? Did he just he, remember? He, he said that, uh, the standard of the league
2: was poor. Like, mm. Mate, you you looked right in amongst it. Didn't <laughs> yeah, you? <laughs> so, hey, you're not
0: going to take it off, chance uh,
1: Maybe so, he was including himself. Uh, there. Uh, fair <laughs> Another, enough. More astonishing honestly
2: yeah. But with Jackie <laughs> Mackesy came in, didn't go off to a good start. Sort of came into the team. End of January And Finished top goal scorer Despite Not playing as many games As most other people So It's not coming from a guy That didn't do well In the league Because he mm. did very well In the league Came away with two medals So I think his but comments Are fair enough got
0: a problem here With this league Don't we I mean oh with, Without re- without repeating ourselves You just look at the Scottish Cup I mean you've got Livingston went out And Motherwell went out the, To low league opposition the, the teams in the Scottish Premier League This season Are awful The football is awful The crowds are awful The pitches are awful And I don't know how... How long can a league sustain
1: this? How long can Celtic be uh, the only show in town? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's rearing its head as well because we've been talking a lot recently about and Jamie you said that the next battleground is going to be talking about Celtic's budget and I feel like everyone is just whinging and whinging and whinging about how nothing can possibly be fixed because Celtic have got all the money it's just it's complete nonsense these teams
0: I know I, I saw someone from I think the Terrace said you know that when Yakimakis criticised and he goes no the, the answer's budgets it's not budgets though is it because a lot of the teams in our league I've got the same budgets as like Bodo Glint uh, and, and a lot yeah, of Norwegian yeah. teams. It's it's how they they're, they're spending their money. It's not just all Celtics folks soaking in all the money and then all there's you know you just like to shrug your shoulders and say there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah,
1: and I didn't really feel, find that a particularly compelling argument against what Yacimakis had said either. Mm. Like, the, I but it's because of budgets. So he, how does that refute what he said? Yeah. It, that's that's just a reason for it. It's not. I, I don't know why you would disagree based on that that sort of assertion there about budgets. But now I'm I'm kind of tired about the the whining, yeah. whining <laughs> over budgets and all that as well. I just I don't know what we're supposed to do about it. I don't know what Celtic are supposed to do about it because. Yes, a lot of the talk about is how much Celtics spend. A lot of the talk mm. in the last couple of weeks, that's the main narrative is about how Celtics spend, but it's entirely self-generated. It's not Celtic's fault that they're a big club in a small pond. Yeah. I, I don't know Luke. what you want to do what is us to do about that.
0: I, I would have way more sympathy, Millie, for these teams if Hibbs weren't currently still paying the wages of three managers <laughs> and, <laughs> and Aberdeen weren't currently paying the wages of two managers, and Motherwell haven't just let their manager go. And every team in this league is sacking managers left, right and centre, and Dundee United are spending what little money they have left on Stephen Fletcher and Charlie McGrew and Tony Watts employed think, you, know, it's, you look at their spendthrift to these clubs they, 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 on one hand the fans say oh, we don't have a lot of money but you're pissing it off <laughs> the wall on absolute crap yeah, like, it just, <laughs> I mean there's Aberdeen they bought a guy made him captain and, and sold him a, in January like, just about what, don't moan at us
2: <laughs> Aberdeen Hibs really struggling this year and they're kind of the teams I'm looking at going They've kind of got the right idea because they actually sell players. They sold Josh Doig, Lewis Ferguson, eh, Calvin Ramsey. So you should think, oh, they should be doing well. But they are pissing away the money. They're not spending it properly. Mm. They're not getting in decent managers. They're not getting in decent infrastructure. When you look at Scottish football, there's only a few ways that teams can make money. Sell tickets. Most of them refuse to do that. They don't want full stadiums. They'd rather have small allocations when the Celtic Rangers come. You sell players not a lot of them bring through their own players to sell or you get into Europe. None of them have got got it in them to get into a European competition. Hearts got in it because they fell back into it. So none of these teams are willing to go out and try and make money. It's all short term with Scottish football. It's all one year contracts for guys that have been in Scottish football before. Oh, he's away to England. He's coming back now. You see it all the time. Shirey's back at Aberdeen And all that It's just you, you can know It's a great a, it's a, sort a player of graveyard Doesn't it uh, Scottish a football A leaves And then three years later You know Most of the time They'll be back In mm. Scottish football So it's about time It took a look at itself And just said What well, do we want to be here Because
0: right now nothing. Yeah, stop blaming Celtic for your problems and have a look in the mirror as Michael Jackson said. <laughs> big GG bringing about change in uh-huh. Scottish football with his sensational comments. But there's uh, one of these comments, Stephen, that sort of chimed later on during the week when Ange was asked about it was, you know, about, about feeling happy and feeling loved. And Ange made some sort of quip, which was quite good. It was Gordon Strachness, this is what we're supposed to do, bring them cups of tea in the morning, make them flutters Yeah. They should be happy being at Celtic, they should be happy being at a big club representing a club of this size. And I thought to myself, well, that's an interesting and funny sound bite. I don't know if any player worth their salt would be happy just being at Celtic I don't know how and now I know I'm sure Ange, maybe I hope Andrew's was just saying that for the cameras but surely that's not a philosophy that actually carries any weight you can't just expect people to be happy no playing just being at Celtic
1: no no, of course not of course, you have to be ambitious within that mm. getting to the club itself is only it's not even half the battle. Actually, you have to you have to prove yourself and get yourself into the team. So I did, I I understood why he said it and what he meant by that. Mm. What he meant was that he it's not his responsibility to make sure players are happy because people often throw that out. him. And we talk about it as well. In fact, we spoke about it last week yep. mm. when it came to guys like David Turnbull, James Forrest, and, yeah. and others who who aren't necessarily getting the game time. Hak so, Haksavanovitch, who aren't, aren't necessarily getting the game time, they might expect it's often thrown at him, how do you keep this squad of players happy? How do you make this player happy? How do you balance this out? Mm. He's just like, well, it's not my job. Mm. It's not my job to, to make anyone happy. All I can do is try and win football games, essentially. So that's, I assume that that's what he meant by that. But at the same time, you don't want a, all of the players who are just happy to be here, who just yes. tick the, I've been at a big club box, of course not.
2: Yeah, you want players that want to play football. And if players come in, want to play football, they're going to give their all to play that and mm. see if they don't make the cut then they move on and go to teams like Jackie Marcus has done. So you don't want guys hanging about because Lord knows we've got plenty of them (laughs) out on loan or still under contract at Celtic. So we've had it in the past, but you need to have that desire to go and play football. So the way to do that is give your own training, try and impress the manager. If that fails and he says, look, you're not going to be my first choice, then it's time to move on. Jackie Marcus was a popular guy, but if all turns out to be good, he'll, Quickly be, oh, I was a good player, but we've got oh, we've got Kyogo, so this is the way it should be run now. We need players that want to come to Celtic and play the best they can play to possibly get a move or come to Celtic to play. And If they're not playing, right, I want to go.
0: You don't you want ambition in players. I mean, since we spoke last week, that Turnbull got a start, they got a start, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, did. the, the minutes are starting to be spread that we back Hak came on, and I, I suppose what I'm just saying is look. I can't I guarantee you first team football, but I can guarantee you the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. that's that that's is different, isn't
1: it? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, that's all thats all you can ever offer mm. a player is the opportunity to to state your claim and work your way into the team. It turns out, I mean, players will, there'll always be a sort of hierarchy because of the talent and the importance to the team. So most, some players in the squad will play more often than not, mm. but the rest of them just have the opportunity of being at Celtic and the opportunity to... Uh, potentially get into the the first team that's that's all you can offer these guys you can that that was a subject that came about recently when who was it was it was it Juranovic Juranovic and Jakimarc when they were first linked away mm. the the subject of guaranteed playing time yes. came around and it was you know, kind of bounced around on social media about how oh, but that's rubbish because some certain players do have guaranteed playing time I, Name them. But I know players. A lot of players will play yeah. all the time, but it's not what he, what Ange was referring to, was like uh, being like a kind of written clause in your contract that you will definitely play mm. no matter what. That's Cristiano might have that might nah, I, I
0: probably now, 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 he probably, has <laughs> now, now he probably has it. I mean, Ange's been in the press a lot recently. It's the the Scottish press in particular are, and it seemingly like only the Scottish press are obsessed with linking this <sighs> man with every <laughs> single job going. um I saw the Daily Record that was put out a thing basically saying, you know, Ange's rebuttal of the Leeds job wasn't strong enough and shouldn't convince Celtic fans that he's here to stay. And I thought to myself, but nobody really is linking Ange with the Leeds job. and I'd be very interested to know. In fact, I doubt it, Melly. If if down in Leeds in the in the boardroom of Leeds at Elland Road, if they still play there, yeah, yeah, all yeah, oh, yeah. right, yeah. there we go. <laughs> um, if Ange Postecoglou's name's even on a shortlist,
2: hey, I'm not sure that they've went for like, for four managers. Maybe mm. but I've seen, and Ange hasn't been one of them. And again, it looks like. Scottish football is not getting looked upon favourably down there. Brendan Rodgers went there with uh, already been in England and went back up, but we haven't seen many managers go from Celtic to the Premier League. In
0: is this part? Is this part of the thing? Is this all feeding into what we were talking about with the Yakimakis thing with the standard of the competition? Is brand Scottish football taking a bit of a dent here? Eh, it could possibly be.
2: I mean. For Celtic to win nine titles in a row, four uh, trebles in a row, mm. doesn't look like there's much competition that does it. But Celtic won the league last year. Rangers got to a European final. So <laughs> it's not too bad on Celtic Rangers front. It's just below that that's really poor. So is our English Premier League teams going to take much notice of what Ange is doing against the rest of the league? Possibly not. It's is a difficult one this for This notion,
0: them? Stephen, about managers linked with jobs, I don't ever recall English press Ferociously linking their high performing managers with moves out of the country. <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I <laughs> don't ever see, you know, a, a Pep being relentlessly linked with such and such job or when Klopp was doing well. They there's no nudge nudge wink, wink oh by the way. I bet you're interested in this Barcelona. Barry guy. Ferguson offering to drive yeah, them down. Yeah, you, you don't really get you don't really get the, the the top pundits in the country, and unfortunately Barry Ferguson, Chris Boyd and um, Ali McCoist are the top pundits we have, apart from us three, obviously. Um, like <laughs> offering to drive the best performing <laughs> managers out of the league i mean what is going on
1: <laughs> all right we'll, we'll agree to that barry what you can drive Ans to leeds but mm. we'll, we'll get you in carlisle right just meet us there <laughs> you fire on ahead and we'll meet you there absolute imbecile bit. <laughs> incidentally,
0: <laughs> no. uh, incidentally that wasn't even original humor that was a that was a direct yeah. rip off of the joke that ali mccoy's yeah. made a couple of days before yeah of, of
1: course yeah the hive mind if it is a mind uh, no, you'd, it's it's a weird thing, with Andrew, because I think right we shouldn't be too sensitive about him being linked away. Because as we've discussed a number of times before, if you're linked away, it's because you're doing something right. It's because yeah. you're being successful. It's when it's so transparently spurious that, that it's just been linked because. I, th- I honestly think I don't. Think I mean, I, what does
0: linked even mean? I know, a- a yeah. linked just means someone in a newspaper office has decided
1: to write an article about it. Yeah, I'd be I'd be surprised if the media desperately want rid of Van to Golov out of the country because he's good copy. He, mm. He's pretty good to mm. cover. I, I would think, but if you if you lean a certain way, you probably do. Yes. <laughs> you probably would literally drive him to to Leeds to get rid of him. But it is a weird one in that. It appeared on Sky Sports, and we spoke about it on one of our Patreon properties, Breakfast the Champions, mm. because it had been in the sort of thirty-six hour period where it started being spread across Sky Sports, and all the numbskulls phoning <laughs> in the talk, sport <laughs> or, or the, or the talk or the talk sport. It's an absolute disgrace, mob, for mm. phoning in and, and saying they'd they'd take Ansports sports go, but it doesn't really seem to doesn't seem to be a huge amount of smoke about it for because
0: he's not uh, without without sounding like a dick here right <laughs> it's cuz he's not doing well enough yeah uh, well and yeah. that's just the fact he needs to do a hell of a lot better if he wants to start getting linked with jobs down south I don't know how you do that, I, to be honest. I, I don't really Impact in Europe and win a treble, I think. I think that we need to get to those levels before he starts being linked with the, the bigger jobs down south.
1: Even, I don't know. I don't, I don't, don't know. Do you think how that's f- enough? Europe, I, I, I do. I, of course, the Champions League will, will get attention. Mm. But I just don't know how much a treble in Scotland figures into anyone's plans. Now, mm. I'm not saying that any, anyone thinks, oh, it's a treble, that's dead easy to do. Of course it's not. But I just think that most teams now. We'll try and appoint a manager based on their goals, based on some sort of overriding philosophy, style of play, whatever it is. Mm. the The English teams tend to be divided into probably three categories: one that need to win the league, so or not need to win the league, but need to challenge for the league. So you man say Champions you, League, yeah, Champions mm. League, or, or probably need to win the Champions League. Others uh, are qualify means yeah. win it. Others are teams who are. Ambitious and probably slightly overachie- overachieving, like Brighton, Brentford, mm. Fulham to an, to an extent as well. They're all they they have all got up and coming managers, and they're probably trying to progress slowly. And the rest are all just firefighting, so they will just swap, <laughs> they'll swap Sean Dyche and Sam Allardyce mm. and all that. The, the the teams who are about to get relegated only want really three or four managers yes, who know specialists. Yes, exactly. The, the expendables, yeah. in the <laughs> yeah, team to, yeah. to, to, they, to come in and rescue them. And I don't really necessarily know which one of those Ange Postogoglu fits into. Probably the middle one. But are any of them changing manager just now? Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't think it's it's right that you just look, well, Ange is going to go to England. Weirdo. I think we need to be more specific about it because it's he's going to be linked with all these jobs. And the reason I've been fairly calm about it, fairly kind of unmoved by it, is because I don't think any of the right clubs are appearing mm. just now. I do worry about some appearing. if If certain managers are picked off by so-called bigger clubs if, if that domino effect starts, starts happening say for example Brighton or Brentford or Fulham or one of these clubs they lose their manager to one of the you kind know, of higher up teams like Spurs or something mm-hmm. like that, that's when I'll start to worry yeah. about it. But not just teams randomly sacking their manager in mid-season because they're struggling or, or they're doing poorly. Aye, I, would be, I'd be I, mad to take one of those I, jobs I th- as well. I think so. I think so. Look, I'm realistic. I think Ange will want to manage either in England or one of the major mm. or major European leagues before he's, before it's too late for him. Selling Ange off, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <in laughs> <this. laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm realistic. I, th- I think he will want to do that because he's a he's a professional and he has ambitions mm-hmm. and he he's he's always been fairly open about that. Fairly open about wanting to take his football to to various different levels. I, I just I, I'm unmoved by these links with like Southampton and all yeah. that because it just it's just two and two equals five stuff so far. I don't I don't find any compelling reason for him to be linked to any of these clubs yet.
2: I'm quite calm about it as well. I think Angel will be here. The end of the scene. I think we'll get next season out as well. Mm, and then So you maybe, think
0: well, you think that's it?
2: Eh, well it depends what comes up, like Stephen's saying. But eh, there's a lot of teams down there you think, hey, maybe that would be a good fit, like the ones he's mentioned, and then others yeah, I'd I'd stay well clear of them. But like with Giovanni Van Bronck, if they are running Europe, is that going to do him any favours down south? I don't think so. So it depends what these teams are looking for. But I was thinking, oh, Leeds, they're an absolute riot. I mean, they've been in for three or four managers and get knocked back from them all. Why would Ange ever go there? And then I think back to how we were when he came in. I was like, oh, we're going <laughs> to riot right as well. But I, I still mm. think eh, he'll be fine here. I think he's got some targets to hit here still. And whether uh, the jobs come from or not, I don't think it's something he worries about. The way he speaks, he'll say, if if it happens, it happens. He's mm-hmm. not going to be out there forcing it or chasing it. He won't be saying, right, I need to win a treble and get to the last 16 of the Champions League and then i will
0: get a job. It'll come if he, he gets I think those I think He might be saying those, then I need to get a job, but I think he's got... There's more juice to squeeze for Ange Postacoglu as yeah, a manager at yeah. Celtic. I think there's still a lot of things he All has right. to do. You know, he got his back on track last season, rebuilt the club, brought us back up. That, that That's fine. At the end of the day, I mean, he had a lot of money to do it and we managed to get back to where we were the, the previous nine years after that, that massive blip. He's not really made much of an impact in Europe and I, that's what I want. I want him to take us to that next level because if he was to leave me, say, you're right, and you know, we've got the end of this season, and end of the next season, or even the season after that. See if he goes that distance but doesn't actually tick one of the major boxes complete domination over Rangers complete domination domestically last 16 of Europe if he leaves without ticking one of these boxes I, I just I'd I feel like a wee bit I'd feel like a missed opportunity because I think Andrew's our best opportunity to get that and if he doesn't manage it and moves on then I, I, I'd be I feel like we didn't get the most out of the manager.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it is difficult these days but because we see with Giacomacchus' comments that I think two seasons, maybe three is the max you'll mm. get out of players these days as well because it does become too easy for them in Scotland so you need to bring in more ambitious guys to keep regenerating this. And
0: It's a tricky game that, isn't it? It's
2: tricky and it's difficult when you're going at the Champions League. The fact that we get in there straight away if we win the league is ideal for us because it gives us guaranteed money but you're looking at some like Martin O'Neill never qualified for the Champions League and he the best Celtic team I've seen so mm. it's very very difficult it depends on the luck of the draw if you can keep your players fit for certain times and all that so you need everything to go right to
1: do well in the Champions League that's going to be very difficult for us See just a final thing on being linked away with certain clubs as well see if um, if you say let's Let's pick a club that's almost completely at random like Nottingham Forest or something like that, right? Say, I mean they've they've won the European Cup and all that before so technically a big club. Say they sack their manager and you see a list that includes Ange Postagoglu. the front runners are right, Skybet has listed Ange Postagoglu, Steven Gerrard, (laughs) Neil Warnock, it's made up, it's completely Uh, made uh, up. uh, See, uh, see See if the managers on it have absolutely nothing in common and this is what I mean by the fact that clubs are a wee bit more savvy these days. Yes, you will get teams who will need that a desperate firefighter to keep them in the division or whatever but generally clubs know what they want and they know what they want from their football and what they want from a personality and a manager See so if you just see a, a list that's just a load of disparate names that people have heard of and who are out of work it's completely made up if I see a list this is when I'll worry see if I see a mm-hmm. list that, that looks coherent that you can see what the, the managers have in common and it's like the front runners are I'm supposed to go that Thomas Frank and Deserby and all that yeah. up, right? and then I'll be like right well that's a club that knows kind of what they're looking for and Ange's in there but lumping them in with Frank Lampard <laughs> and Steven Gerrard and absolute piffle <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is Steven Gerrard a job aye I don't aye. so yeah shame yeah. weird that for <laughs> the,
0: absolutely tremendous manager <laughs> news flash gentlemen valentine's day is almost here and by the grace of cupid our friends at manscaped are coming with the best tools to get your boys down the stairs ready for the special occasion I'd like to propose making February the 13th National Shave Your Balls Day Who's with me? Get lucky this Valentine's Day and join the 7 million men worldwide to trust Manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming With our exclusive offer go to manscaped.com and use the code TIMS for 20% off and free shipping But Stephen... What
1: is Manscape? Well, it's just a ball sack trimmer. Uh, a <laughs> ball sack trimmer from your podcast mates. No platinum package is complete without the Ultimate Hygiene Bundle to get you fresh from head to toe. This bundle includes Manscape's premium body wash, two-in-one shampoo, body and ball deodorant, and much more. Infused with aloe vera and sea salt, Manscape's body wash will leave your skin feeling clean, fresh, and hydrated all day, night long. And for when she runs her fingers through your hair, make sure your mane is hydrated and irresistible with her two-in-one shampoo. And don't for get gents, no date night is complete without Manscaped's signature cologne Get 20% off with free shipping
0: with the code TIMS at manscaped.com That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com And use the code TIMS, join Cupid and shoot Your arrow with the Manscaped this Valentine's Day Vasilis Barkas
1: <laughs> What? But How did he get in there? Well it says here, the <laughs> um,
0: uh, technical director says Of FC Utrecht, we can't afford them can't afford, you'll <sighs> afford huge transfer amounts We need to be creative Vasilis <laughs> Barkas, unfortunately Will return to Celtic. I don't know if he means unfortunately <laughs> for Celtic or unfortunately right. for Utrecht. Is there any way back, Martin Melly for Vasilius Barkas
2: At Celtic, no, no. Mm. It's say uh, it's been there, gone. It's yeah. not going to work out. Probably is a decent keeper, but it's not worked out at Celtic. And the, these transfers happen, unfortunately. It's cost Celtic a hell of a lot of money, but there's certain players that can come back. You think, like, do you know what? Maybe a new manager, all that. He had that one. And you came in and you gave him a chance at the start and he fluffed his lines in
0: his mm. first big game. the oh, West Ham game, mate. I've talked about the European oh, game, wait, but yeah. that one I'm as well. i by that West Ham game. Wow. That's still over. him. He didn't you know the, where the goal was. Yeah, I know why
2: it I was lost. So guys like that, when they come in and they have such a bad time with that, he goes away and then has another bad time. It. If he comes back and number one, one mistake in his Celtic career And then the fans have lost it with him again. So it's not going to work out for him at Celtic. We just need to try and get back as much money as possible. And I just might need to write off the transfer. Uh, I don't see many teams willing to pay him. We've paid a lot of money for him, paying a lot of wages. I don't know a team that's going to pay that.
0: Stephen, I don't really... Dabble in conspiracy theories, right? No, but I'm, that that scared the life out of me. He got the job and then forgot how to be a goalkeeper. You're <laughs> <laughs> ruining
1: life. Do your own research. And that it's it like yeah.
0: an episode of Quantum Leap, <laughs> where somebody else comes in and sells Marcus's body and <laughs> get any idea what to I do.
1: See, they've rebooted that. They've rebooted Quantum Leap. I, don't um, touch it. Yeah, I'm not. Avoiding that. Leave it. Insult. It, it was. He's. He's just. He's got
0: the stink of. Well, he's terrible, but he's also got the stink of that season. And well, we, we just just let me put, put a pin on this point. We tried to be fair to Barkas. We all sort of heard the rumours that he came to Glasgow either during or whenever lockdown hit. He, he had no family here. He was basically going to training where the tra- teams were all divided. He's training more or less on his own, if not with one or two other people. Separate no no social engagement at the club really goes home sits in his empty apartment switches a light switch on and off for entertainment <laughs> that was Vasilis Barkas life at Celtic and he hated it which is fair enough right but he's got the stink on him
1: yeah Barkas is in his, in his own flat playing one side of a table tennis game just knocking yeah. it across going round the other side of the table <laughs> picking up serving it to himself again no oh, we didn't build that community room for oh, the players yeah. oh, did we God. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, do you know what I, I, that's what I think of when I think of Barkas is it's that era and I'm glad Melly I'm glad you said that about how he was, he was still here when Ange first came in mm. and he was given a chance here because whenever I hear of Barkas and I see the odd headline here and there whether it's kind of clickbait or whatever or just people just try to generate content I don't know but you do see things about how Barkas is doing quite well in the Netherlands right and I'm I'm always mildly intrigued by it I think could he could he come back we've been talking recently about how Joe Hart's getting on a bit and all that so I do, do I do do that to myself because I never really want to write a guy completely mm-hmm. off but then I remember no it was Ange who sent him out there so it's not like I, I associate him so closely with that era with that Lennon season that, that last uh, new Lennon season mm-hmm. that I tend to forget that he was still here Ange did give him a chance yep. I did Ange did get a look at him and decided he wasn't for him. So no, I think I think it's definitely over. I, th- I would I, th- I would be astonished if he ever plays for Celtic again. Even if he does end up back at the club, I can see him and just like. I mean the more, the world's most expensive fourth
0: choice mm. goalkeeper. So I, can... I don't think he wants it either. I mean, no, he's made, no. anytime he's been spoken about or spoken to, rather, he's, he's sort of he's never expressed any desire to come back to no, Celtic. No. But he made the news again. And there's a few of those guys. There's just there's no future for any of the guys that are out on loan. I mean, we can forget about Liam Shaw. We can forget about Uruguidi, Those guys completely out of the picture. But even the sort of more expensive guys like Ayete and Soro these guys, they're just they just need to go. There's no future yeah. whatsoever for these guys, despite how they might crop up.
2: No, and if when you look at the sort of conundrum for next season, or do you, do you stick with Joe Hart or Barkass is coming back? It's Joe Hart every single <laughs> day. There's no question about it. So Celtic, it's probably something they need to address in the summer, isn't it? What they're going to do long term with the goalkeeper. Barcast is definitely Not the answer
0: um, The cup draw has happened As we sat down To record this Just before we switched The cameras and mics on Celtic got hearts away Oh, uh, Weird tough. Rangers
1: got a, Rangers got a home draw too. So we're not Conspiratorially minded here mm. However <laughs> Sometimes the evidence Is just you know, I mean it's, it's Stacking up I mean, it, it, yeah.
0: It's stacking up But it's stacking up <laughs> um, To get through to That though We did have to beat St Mirren And I think We have spent a long time uh, On this podcast the Last couple of weeks Slagging teams yep. Slagging the manager just slagging the approach fair play to St Mirren no Martin Melly they try to play some football
2: they did one of the probably the best team I've yeah, seen at yeah. Celtic part this mm. the season domestically uh, very decent very decent had a plan 5-1 was really harsh on them but going down to 10 men and Celtic uh, getting the late goals uh, it's one of those games that got away from them but mm. they were well in the game and I don't always like turning up and saying, ah, Celtic just weren't at it. There's reasons for that because the opposition done something and they done things that were hard for Celtic to get around. Celtic's midfield of Moy and Turnbull didn't look great. Uh, Cal McGregor, I don't think, was great in the first half and Celtic's first half was interrupted by the injury to Kyogo. So there's a wee bit of change in there. But St Marin done things very well. They, they actually pressed Celtic a bit, didn't let them get into at their flow and all that. Pressed the midfielders really well, so it was good to see something different. They are, they've beaten Celtic already, mm. so Hearts always managed to finish third. But I think Stephen Robinson's doing a, a decent job there, as hard as it is for me to say that. Thoughts yeah.
1: in, nice thoughts on Simmons, St. Stephen? Yeah, yeah, they were good. Uh, my immediate reaction, well, my quite literal reaction mm. after the game, which is out uh, a couple of hours after it on Patreon and, mm. and Apple, as you've already teed up, was that. I'd felt that Celtic were quite poor in the first half, but in the cold later of day, haven't seen haven't seen it back now. It's because St Mirren really did their job properly, at least in the first half. And then Celtic, as is you know, it's, it's through no fault of St Mirren's own, but as is just the way of things, Celtic are able to change things up enormously yeah. in the second half, they inject huge amounts of of quality into the team, and just blow them away. They can't live with that. They can't they can't deal with that. Having f- probably felt they've done a good job up to a point, then you just see players like Ray Otati arriving on the scene and you can you can't stop them so i i was I was disappointed with the first half but only because I thought they, we didn't get a hold of it in midfield because I was looking for something out of guys like Turnbull I thought Thun, Turnbull was due a start I thought mm. he deserved a start after doing quite well off the bench well scoring goals off the bench anyway yeah. it sometimes takes him a wee while to get into games but he's been scoring goals thought he deserved a start but I thought he disappointed on the day but that, again that has contributed to massively by St Mirren just sticking to their task working really hard for each other and not giving Celtic any, any time on the ball whatsoever Will you mention them Stephen Rio Hitati. Unbelievable, <laughs> Melly.
2: That is a class act, isn't he? It? The just, noise of approval. Uh, <laughs> just, it's
0: just unbelievable to, to think this guy's only been playing professional football for a couple of years Fear, now. Uh, we, we sort of go through the cycles of every week there's a new player who's unbelievable. You know, Aaron Moy's been getting it recently, Rio Hatati got it, Kyogo's had it, but it's it's very, very difficult to nail down one who is currently the best midfielder in the Celtic team because Aaron Moy is absolutely sensational, but for me I just believe there's so much more to come for Rio Tati as a footballer and that excites a life out of me
2: aye Rio's great and he's just a class act and
0: his name is Rio though not Rio certainly not
2: her name is Rio yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) announcer yes (laughs) leave the songs out of it (laughs) carry on Millie
2: yeah it was great again Uh, last week uh, the St Johnston game wasn't it Uh, just didn't look great in that pitch but none of the midfielders did Uh, comes on the day and just uh, the weekend and just Mm. strolls it looks a class above pinging balls all over the place great to watch he's just a guy that you when you're on the way to the game and you see him in the team like I always say you're happy to go and see him because you know he's going to try something and for that last goal to pick the ball up ping it over to the other side and then the 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 guy finish it from the pass was unbelievable when he stepped up to take the penalty no qualms about him mm. taking it as well I think he's got the technique he's got the composure to do it he's just a joy to watch and I think it was solely missed in the first half I mean Stephen were talking about it after the game Moy and Turnbull both really good players in their own right them together no quite got the energy mm. we were needing against St Mirren who were better it'd probably work against the, the real bottom of the league teams but St Mirren being decent being well drilled uh, and not in the Livingston well drilled way that Celtic needed some drive, and it wasn't until Hattati and O'Reilly came on that we got that. And we'd speculated, I would love to see a wee goal from Matt O'Reilly as well. So, to get the two midfielders coming on, they're the ones that really, really made the difference. And Hattati was the main man
0: in that. Where does he find the audacity to be so good at football? (laughs) (laughs) The nerve, the
1: the balls, and the balls in that kid, uh, uh, you know? it's one of those... It's nothing new here, of course, but it's mm. one of those kind of blend things as well because with those players, all individually good players, but if you just play mm. certain ones together, it doesn't quite click. It's We've said it before about having a Maida and a Bada on each wing. Yeah. There's something that doesn't quite click when it comes to the creativity thing. And it was the same with the midfield. And I've, I've kind of calmed myself down about it now, having seen a, a lot of the game back and having decided that St Mirren played their part in this game because I was watching that first half thinking... Oh, is this what we look like without Ray Hotate? And then for him to come on and mm. play like that I thought yes it is that's what we look like without Ray- with and without mm. Ray Hotate so that, that's a that's a big thing in case he gets any injury um, or any significant injury fingers crossed but oh, what, a, what a player a, a genius now and it, it's It's unbelievable to think how good he's going to get yeah. if he continues this trajectory Well it's it's a funny one because the trajectory is is sharply upwards mm. it's sharply north but it's like I, I it's weird with Hattati because he's 25 and it, it is true that he's not been a professional footballer for that long. So like, uh, I think this is his third season or, mm. or so. And I think, well, for that reason, is it going to accelerate things? Is Are people going to notice him at 25 and think, right, we better sign him now, right? We, we, we need to take him. Or, what, out of Celtic, Celtic? or will it be the complete mm. opposite? Has he... Will, if he stays for two years, another two years, for example, will people look at him and think at 27, is he may be missable. Yeah. Could we have him for five or six years? Is there years? like
0: a might? Is there like, is this a gold mine? Is there like yeah. a whole group, a whole generation of outstanding Japanese talent who are all just turning 25 at the moment? <laughs> yeah, is
1: there loads yeah. loads
0: of these guys littered about the J League who we can just persistently go and cherry pick because because. Precisely for that reason, perhaps they've been overlooked. Well,
1: oh, that uh, that boy at Brighton just now looks an absolute oh, superstar. Mm-hmm. He he's not particularly young either. He's just the emerged onto the scene. I, I think he's a wee bit younger than Hatate enough, but he looks absolutely brilliant. So, what was his I, name? You said it, but Batomo? I don't know. Patoma, yeah, Patoma, um, um, Hatate. So, where I'm going with that is that, that can we possibly hang on to this guy? Could the could his window be ever sort of shrinking because mm-hmm. of his age? Because how that works or how it doesn't work is that. He's only been playing professional football for three years. So that means his career will be extended at the end of it. That's yeah. when you're 34, you're still 34 physically. So it's not like his career will get longer. So maybe we might see his best years. Something that's quite rare at Celtic these days, getting to see the best years of a player mm-hmm. at the club before, before they're picked off is just the, the case with modern football. Hopefully, if that's the case, we will be talking about Rio Hatati in terms of Certainly Tom Rogich, right? Tom yeah. Rogich was a was brilliant and a, a legend for Celtic. And I'm I'm again, take a pick on what label you want to put on. I'm not particularly interested in that, whether it's great, whether it's modern, great legend. I think to, Tom Rogich is a legend, right? But we will certainly be talking in terms of him, in terms of Nakamura, in terms of Lubo. Yeah. And the, the, those creative geniuses. Mercurial you, talents. Yeah, merc- mercurial talents, a good way of putting it. Those geniuses you get at, at, at Celtic every so often. We've been very good at picking them up over the, the various generations. He is definitely has the potential to be firmly in that kind of lineage of those mm. like geniuses we've had over the years. A, a brilliant player. The sky's the limits for the sky's the limit for him. So with him being twenty five, I just I hope don't get me wrong. See if he was to come to me in tears and think, but I desperately want to go and play for the Juventus or something. Like that. Hard to turn that down. But <sighs> I hope that we face. I hope <laughs> Uh, unless, if uh, unless he's watching us, I hope it never happens for him. He stays <laughs> <in Celtic.
0: laughs> how, how worried are you about the Kyogo injury?
2: Crucial
0: uh, time of the season, is not it?
2: I think it's the, just the timing of it, just off the back mm. of Jackie Mackis leaving. You're like, ah, because at the game, it was <laughs> yes, so. Yes, you are like that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <that's>
0: I, what, <laughs> I think universally everyone can relate to that. <laughs> it was just
2: the game because the injury was so early and O doesn't come on. You're, you're worried that Ange maybe doesn't have the confidence in him, but mm. I think it was just the fitness thing because he would have had to play, what, 75 yeah. at yeah. least minutes, uh, probably near 90 with all the add ons and all that. So he came on later and looked sharp, but. It's the fact that we've got the big game coming up, the League Cup mm-hmm. final coming up. Uh, you want Kyogo to be there? Just seems to be every time we're about to play them, something happens yeah. to him where he, he can't quite get in his full flow. And a shoulder injury, you just know it's going
1: to be one of them. That that's the one that can get aggravated is by other sa- players. It's not the it is, yeah. as well uh, Do you remember he got he got that and then further aggravated it by? Remember he was celebrating and he, he fell yeah, and Joe right. Hart was like I, yeah. what was he playing at man. <laughs> So <laughs> it is a difficult
2: one because if Jack Amakis was still here, we go right. We've got Jack Amakis, It's fine. We still don't know fully what we're getting. Oh, he has looked good, but saying that Maeda looked really good when well, he went through in the it, middle yeah. as well. And even if Kyogo was to make the bench, I think it'd be fine. We've got Aberdeen up next, haven't we? Then we've got Rangers. So hopefully a couple of weeks. Sand said he's a quick healer, but we, I'd be so much more confident with Kyogo up there. But we've got the tools to probably beat Aberdeen but just for that League Cup final you want not in I mean d- I,
0: part of me isn't so worried about Dyson up front no. even in the League Cup final I mean obviously as Melly says you want go there but Dyson starting up front against Rangers I mean he's in dynamite form as well just now and he's, he's not a stranger to playing up
1: front no no and, and his goal against Rangers recently came from a central position mm-hmm. that he just got came from bus- Alfredo Morello <laughs> <day. laughs> yeah that's right so it, it it's the easiest transition probably from Kyogo to Dyson rather than anyone else. We don't know. It's far too early to say, oh mm. no, he's, he's done well and he's scored the goal already. That that must be a huge boost for him because I, I, I imagine any new striker at any new club is mm. going to want to score quite early well, on.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, I wanted to bring up the old thing but we sort of stumbled upon it anyway. With Jackie Mackis leaving, Jackie Mackis for the latter part of his Celtic career was a substitute. He would come on, make himself dangerous, score a goal and while O is a bit of a project and there's work to be done there and I don't think there's any denying that he's came on he's looked dangerous he's came on in games and he's scored a goal he's contributing almost exactly what Yakimakis was contributing towards the end yeah, I don't yeah. think he's quite good enough to start but I'm not as worried as I thought it would be if he well, can come on 50 minutes score a goal come on set one up come on yeah. cause a bit of chaos
1: well, well it's, it's too early to say in terms of replacing Kyogo for the, for example a big game coming up it's too early to mm. say what he can possibly contribute I'm not worried about it certainly because of uh, Ange and Celtic's hit rate in the transfer market recently my my automatic assumption is that he's probably got something about him and he, and he looks good so far but where, to, just to finish on Maida uh, that's the easiest transition in my opinion from Kyogo to Maida and rather than playing a badder through the middle or as I say it's far too early with O but I don't think there's any doubt that while Maeda can provide a lot of what Kyogo does So, it's such as the, the work rate and the closing down and the movement I don't know mm. because Kyogo's just exceptional yeah. at that at picking up space Maeda would be be good at it but he's, I don't know if he's going to be quite as exceptional as Kyogo His finishing's nowhere near as good. Nowhere near as good. Famously, that's the thing about Maida, that is that his finishing isn't great. He's good at opportunistic goals and just kind of scraping them in at the back post and making sure he's in the right positions and all that. But is he as good a finisher as Kyogo? Categorically no In my opinion So Kyogo's going to be A miss regardless Because he's been An absolutely terrific striker So I can only Just hope that Andrew's right And that the Previous evidence of this Is that it heals Quite quickly And he can come back in My only worry is that It, it seems to be A recurring thing now And it was quite obvious When he went down That it's the same Or a very similar thing That's happened mm. again So A uh, uh, slight concern on that I can only just hope he's back in time
2: We do have options, though, and that's the good thing. a badder coming on at right wing, he's not really been playing well, but then he has a hand in most of the goals. And (laughs) when it comes to games against Rangers, I'll probably score against him. He's
0: still not signed a new contract, by the way. We've offered a badder a new contract, improved terms. He's not signed it.
2: Nah, not that bad, to be honest. You're not? Nah, I think he's a decent (laughs) player, but if out all the Celtics front line, if we can get money for him, he'd be the one to. I'd be like fair enough they can okay. go uh, good player and all that but uh, I was thinking about oh you hear that-, that Leo.
0: <laughs> there you go do, do, <laughs> I know. more Lay than out. score I know. just do
2: more than score goals please you mean set nothing to us Leo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good player he's always involved but it's just his all round play sometimes gets at me but that can be improved on but I was thinking about oh that we've seen glimpses of him he, he should have got a shot away against Johnson last mm. week but was hauled down then he gets the goal this week and you're just like So refreshing for a guy to come in and us not to go, he's crap. I can't say it right away. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've seen it so many what times you mean on this
0: podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: no, just like, you're hoping he's like, he's, mm. please don't be as bad as you look, and yeah. you're just hoping <laughs> that he's not. But well, oh yeah, <laughs> I can see there is something there. Whereas
1: where the, the duds we have had over the oh. years, and you're like, he is guff man. <laughs> Speaking of new contracts, where we get real Atati sorted, it. Out, oh, I, with, I know, as I've already said, he's twenty five. It's a it's a strange position to be in. So you need to be slightly conservative. 11 years yeah, <laughs> Maximum But it's not going nuts Maximum of Give 11 years. the whatever yeah. he wants The Pardew it, one What was that Seven years Oh yeah <laughs>
0: Pardew got a seven year contract Are you um, You happy Matt O'Reilly Get his goal Yeah of course Yeah Great, Millie
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about it before that uh, it could be the day for it. So he got the penalty and well like, oh, maybe he could take it, but it's good to see him score for open play as well. A pity penalty, a penalty
1: yeah, for yeah, Matt O'Reilly. Yeah, could have given a, a slap him. in
2: the face Aye. that one, isn't <laughs> could it? Could have given it to you, but the two of them got their goal yeah, themselves and that's better that way from open play. Matt O'Reilly, when he got the ball there, I sort of screamed give it to a badder but he had the confidence still despite not scoring this season to take that on and shooting. Look, it's kind of been coming for him. It's hopefully that sit for him and he can sort of relax into it now because again when he came on it's not a Yaw must have forgot because we know he's a good player but when you think back to Matt O'Reilly earlier this season we just want that back and I think it's starting to come back now he's just Great, him and Hattati built a brilliant partnership last year and if that was to be the midfield then I'd be happy with that but with Moy in there as well, the three of them going for those two positions and with Turnbull banging in the goals as well, Celtic are looking strong and we're talking about the squad, we do really have two players for most positions now bar left backs, mm-hmm. the only place we're really looking a bit weak.
0: I really, um, I think as, as good as we're looking and as strong as we are and we've got Aberdeen coming up and we know they've had their troubles, they've got new manager and interim manager with Barry Robson and all that. I still think we need to be on absolute top form for the next couple of weeks, especially with this cup final.
1: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, th- this is probably a good position in that, we'll, that we've got games, but they're separated just now. I think the, it's March until we get more midweek yeah. fixture yeah. so they are separated we've got decent time in between but there are big games coming up and the more players we are playing back into confidence the better of course because Matt O'Reilly would would I mean, we had very mild concerns over that he hadn't scored the goal, but that's—I mean—it's a very minor quibble in the grand scheme of things. He has—he's mm. been playing well all season, but hasn't scored the goal. But that's—that's that's happened now. Real Haddadi just looks better and better all the time. All these players are playing for positions as we head towards a cup final. We talk about how players want to win trophies, so they want to play in cup finals. So that it's up—it's between now and then that they're going to prove their worth to the team if Kyogo again fingers crossed isn't injured but if he is injured that's an opportunity for someone to come in and prove themselves so I it's, it's a good position to be in with a, a big game on the horizon and some games to, to win but we, we need to keep winning we need to keep the pressure up
0: well that's it I think Aberdeen's an important one but I really think I've just I don't have a bad feeling about the cup final but I know that to get that game if we play like this old cliche not all the time if we play at the top of their game and they play at the top of their game then we should come out on top Stop. say top more <laughs> definitely, say, definitely say top more um, but I, I just think that Rangers they're starting to get players back from injury they've still not lost a game I'd, I'd like mm, to no. see them drop some points or lose a game before the cup final it's unlikely to happen this weekend um, but I think Celtic need to be making sure we're on top top form
2: yeah all we can do is be on top form and hope that that's enough. It? I said
0: top twice <laughs> after I gave myself a row back to back after I gave, and then Melly said that Stephen. Just getting
1: them just exercising the <laughs> final ones yeah. out there, sitting in on the top the tip of your top tongue. <laughs> top point you're <laughs> making there <laughs> but
2: like Celtic are top of the league and mm. going for all the trophies here so I think if uh, we do play our game but it, again it doesn't always work like that off well, Celtic just turn up they'll win the game that's not how it works in cup mm. finals it's not how it works at Hamden a lot of the time we have beat Rangers a lot Cup finals against Rangers haven't went there way a lot in my lifetime so I'll always have that worry Celtic have got it in them to go and beat them we didn't play as well as we should have at Ibrox but again there's circumstances behind that and Rangers did things to stop Celtic playing Celtic need to impose their game early I don't like
1: our slow starts at Hamden, so plenty of time before that but mm. lads Speaking of assists and stuff like that, right? I teed one up earlier. I'm very disappointed. Said the word conservative. Does that conjure oh, anything from the weekend? Oh, sorry, Stephen. Oh,
0: that's right. I saw uh, the the Green Brigade let uh, Douglas Ross know what they thought. <laughs> what they thought of him. <laughs> see, see, very on the
1: nose. <laughs> oh boy, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> decision. Say what you really think. Yeah. Remember,
0: we'd
2: get some fans saying the Green Brigade don't speak for me. They do. <laughs> they do on this occasion
1: oh. very much so. See that, see Douglas Ross, and again, we, we literally can't say what they said on, no. on, on YouTube, or we will be we will be ejected from YouTube for saying that. But right, the thing is, is just name messing. Without, no, no, no. <laughs> again, unambiguous, uh, unambiguous, uh, yeah. clear uh, message. Straight arm mm, as yeah. well. The, the opposite side. No, th- people are often told, right, keep politics out of football and mm. all that. How about keep politicians out of football then <laughs> yeah. and politics will probably be further away? And look, D- Douglas Ross, I've seen a few people, I mean, vast majority of people are firmly on board with the message, the clear message delivered to Douglas Ross that day. But you do see the odd person saying, like, it was a bit crass, mm-hmm. the one that kind of language at the football and all that. But, like, he, he is... You don't want swearing at the football? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> how, how long are you going to keep your kids away from words like that I know, geez doing, in, the, in the real world, right? But, like, the guy is by his very nature, by definition alone, an extremely divisive political figure in the country. Mm. Don't have him at football games. It's an absolutely outrageous thing well, to have you know- him the leader of the Conservative Party or the, the Scottish Tories running the line at a Celtic game I mean
0: and there's an argument to be had about whether or not you know these guys should be you know he should have two jobs and making all this money I think he's actually got three jobs and all that sort of thing so <laughs> there's, an, there's an argument to be made whether or not they should but I know you're putting him in the firing line and, yeah. and the, Green, the Green Brigade didn't miss yeah. they didn't miss Mr Ross and on that bombshell <laughs> <laughs> we shall wrap up this episode of 20 minutes. A political
1: hot potato yeah. we will finish
0: <laughs> um, if you want to support us patreon.com slash 20 minute tims if you want to support us in ways that don't involve money stop being so tight (laughs) no you can leave us a review or you can leave us a retweet or you can tell a friend about this podcast thank you so much for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you next week
1: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter